Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awaken to Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. And my good friend Raven Many Voices is back with us. I'm so excited. And today we're going to be talking about what exactly? The primal self, unleash your wild side. We're going to talk to Raven about that. We're going to be doing a meditation and we're going to discover what is your primal self and how you unleash your wild side. We're going to learn how this primal self influences your base needs of food, shelter, sex, love, and acceptance. We're going to create a new relationship with your instinctual side to navigate your emotions with ease and grace and combine your intuition with your instincts to bring heaven to earth, all that and more. Uh, we're going to be taking live caller questions as well. Raven's going to be taking some live color questions. Um, and for those of you who don't know Raven, uh, Raven is a well-known and gifted spiritual counselor, an intuitive, a medium, and teacher. She has been providing spiritual guidance to people seeking wisdom for over 20 years. And her ability to access the many traditions and spiritual realms led her to become a voice for spirit, incorporating healing modalities from around the world into an easy and accessible format for those exploring spiritual healing, spirit guides, and soul communication. She is highly attuned to both the Ascended Masters and Angelic Realms, as well as the Ancestors and Earth Spirits in the service of healing ourselves, our community, and our planet. And she applies these teachings through writing, energetic gemstone healing, spiritual counseling, online classes, and sacred ceremonies. And we're so, you know, like we love having Raven come back on the show over and over again. And I feel like, Raven, you've been on our show since like 2013 or 2014, like way back when, right? And so we always have a wonderful time oh yeah <laughs> it's always interesting what we learn on the call what you bring forward what you bring forth and you are so mm, uh like connected to spirits ancestors the ascended masters and so on that um it's it's like wow like like you're like right there right there it's like yeah you know so i love talking to you you know when we do our shows but i also love talking to you when it's just me and you as well <laughs> you know i wonderful information and it's like guidance and it's like yes awesome so um i'm so glad you're here welcome 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 back to the show definitely thank you for allowing me to be here and then connect with all you fine folks today listening in so for those of you who are listening or watching on facebook you know um yay welcome <laughs> you can't necessarily <laughs> ask a question but for those who are here live on zoom uh, Raven, you're going to be taking some caller questions, right? Oh, most definitely. <laughs> you know me. Love uh, tuning yeah. in. <laughs> so you can always raise your hand or you can type your question in the chat. Okay. So let's get started. Um, so Raven, I let's talk about this. Let's talk about the primal <laughs> self and how do we unleash our wild side? Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for letting me be on the show today and be able to share this because my goodness, this is such a huge thing that's have impacted all of us around the world. And if what you're like, what, how has this been impacting me? Okay. For any <laughs> of us that have been trapped in our homes with self-isolation because of the pandemic and you feel like a caged animal, you have been dealing with your primal self, mm -hmm. all that grumpiness, the snipping, the lashing out at each other. That's your primal self. That part of you that's worried and in fear of how you're getting your paycheck or money, or are you going to feed your family? Am I going to keep my house? That's your primal self. If you are having a hard time negotiating 
uh, sexual identity or the world and how it's changing around you, that's your primal self. It is amazing how much your primal self is the background programming that we don't realize is running the show. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is actually the awakening that's been happening around the planet. A lot of us talk about that, the awakening. If you haven't heard about the awakening, what closet have you been holding, hiding in? <laughs> it's like, it's like rampant terminology that a lot of us are using which is this process of getting in touch with your higher self awakening expanding your awareness your psychic abilities your gifts blah 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 blah. lots of terminology information energy around this but really it's about us bringing ourselves that heavenly energy which i've been on the show and talked about before all the guides have been talking about about we need to bring the heavens to earth or bring our higher self, that higher, bigger spiritual part of ourself here on the planet into our hearts. And that process of bringing that down into you is called the awakening or ascension process. So congratulations. If you're all listening right now, you too have been doing the awakening process. Yay. Yay. <laughs> That's huge. It means that you guys have been doing your work. Yeah. But when we do that, if a lot of you have noticed that this whole awakening process isn't like a light switch and yay, I'm done. No, it's a process and it has many layers. Even some of us have been working on this for a while. We're like, oh my God, really? I got to do this again. Mm -hmm. It's a, kind of a merry-go-round sometimes when working through some of these processes. Now, part of this also bringing that higher self or think of like Titanic, it's humongous. And we're trying to bring it down in our duffel bag self yeah there's a, a little bit of stretching going on trying to bring all that into us well there's another part of us that we're not accessing we're not thinking about which is the primal self or the mirror image of the higher self so just as you have your spiritual self or that heavenly self that higher self as some of us call it you also have an earthly self or the mirror, mirror image which is provided by by mother earth so that primal self is very instinctual, almost very animalistic in a way, in that it helps you navigate this earthly realm, your needs, your desires, and being able to take care of yourself. It mirrors that higher self. And why this is important, because as we've been bringing our higher selves into us, that primal part in a lot of people is stirring. Those patterns, those programs, those fears, maybe how it's unbalanced is roar. It's coming to the surface and running, wanting to roar. So it's like this whole year has been just an amazing and no wonder why spirits like you got to talk about this. You got to get this out there to everybody. So thank you. That's why I'm here today, because if we can access this higher self and uh, higher self, but bring it to the primal self and get those two parts to work together, then we create synergy, then we create momentum, then we create that beautiful forward movement we want with ease and grace and love and compassion instead of being the wild animal that feels trapped in a trap yeah. a snare and wants to lash out so that's you can see how how much this has affected people right <laughs> and and the thing is i think most people who you know didn't recognize that this is the primal self that's coming forward they would have been judging themselves oh my god why am i behaving like this again or what or, i thought i i grew this i thought i was more enlightened i thought i was more awakened what the heck yeah got it you got it and, the, and because we judge it and see it's an evil awful part of ourselves then we actually battle it and try to shove it more into a cage which actually makes us feel even worse mm -hmm. so instead of fighting it denying it 
not even allowing it to exist, if we embrace it, that, that beautiful part of ourselves and work with it, oh, wow, this is amazing. And you told me about this because in different, like, um, different cultures around the world, they oftentimes will show a god, a goddess riding an animal, you know, okay. think yep. of Durga on top of the, the tiger or the lion, yep. or, you know, think of other, other ones like Jesus with the lion standing by him. What that, that again, that yeah, there you go. There it is right there. Yeah, I just wanted to show everybody that, that the picture of Durga on the, yeah, on the Durga's lion. like, however, tell, tell her to look at my picture. <laughs> Gotta love them. They're, they're helping here too. So that, that representation is, is so beautiful because it represents the goddess who's fighting evil who's who's bringing that enlightenment but she's riding the tiger which is that power that passion and that instinctual energy it means they work together so mm -hmm. hi if ancients figured this out six thousand plus years ago maybe we should come full circle and remind ourselves wait a second <laughs> instead of fighting these these parts of ourselves we need to work together and this fight isn't just new it's been going on for quite a while it actually started especially here, uh, not just in the West, but kind of globally with industrialization. When we became industrialized and we really moved away from the farm, the field and hunting and gathering and getting more into the city, our psychology came forward too. And what psychology did, and it's interesting, working with other professionals in the field, this is one of the things I kept hearing is that they changed um, our, our words, our language. So in intuition is that higher connected to the higher realms that's connected to your higher self that's that oh my gosh someone's calling hey look it's that you know spiritual guidance where we connect with them we get those kind of moments where we tune in and feel that that's your intuition instincts is very different that's what we oftentimes the gut feeling the mm. i don't know why i shouldn't trust this person but i don't trust them and it's very uh gut and emotional driven like you are repelled by someone or oh my god i have to have them <laughs> or that so <laughs> it's a very instinctual gut emotional response. Now what psychology did is they, they deemed instincts as animal, as less than human. And mm -hmm. so they cut it out. They, they said, nope, we're not even going to look at instincts. And instead we as a spiritual community have combined instincts, intuition into one thing, which makes it really confusing. That's why in your heart, in your head, you might be like, oh yeah, that person's great. They're love and light. They're amazing. And, but your gut's going, oh heck no, don't go near that person. There's something about them. And so who do you trust? And we yeah. come across this a lot. We, we, we can't understand why our head and our heart saying one thing, but our body, our emotions are like petrified. So again, really looking at the difference intuition is from your upper chakras from the heavens above and instincts is from your lower chakras from the emotional uh worldly part of mother earth and again one's not better than the other you need both it's exactly. heavens and earth if we cut ourselves in half then we're denying half of our being half of our existence and how many of you out there are having problems grounding you're having problems grounding you're having problems manifesting things you're having problems staying grounded focused and moving forward you're having problems with passion of really applying yourself you're having problems in the bedroom you're having problems trusting yourself accepting yourself or loving yourself you have problems where you, you don't feel secure you feel like you're under attack all that has to do with that primal self so isn't this a big can of worms this but this is, is huge 
it's a huge it's like a total like a different way per, different perspective and i like most of you being a bird flying up there all the time when i had a car accident when i just about left my life and i had to really work at myself mm-hmm. and i started poking inside of myself my mind my heart my emotions my inner child my body this thing growled at me and i went wait what are you <laughs> and that was my primal self and it was not happy so i had to really talk to it it's like what can i do and that's what we're going to talk about today what can we do now that we let the cat out of the bag <laughs> literally what can you do with this primal self and how can that help you be able to navigate the world right now because the fact of the matter is spirit is telling me we're not done with the pandemic it has to go full year we're looking at going into at least next april if not next summer for us in the u.s because well no one can wear their mask out here <laughs> so with yeah. that we we still have some time to shift to rethink to really think things out but it also means some challenges for us and that primal self so let's talk about different things we can do so any questions does that make sense oh my god yes yeah. so <laughs> You know, whenever Raven comes on, she just comes on and starts talking like crazy. And I'm like, every time I think, oh my God, why don't you come on more often? I don't understand. It's like, it's like so (laughs) brilliant, everything you're saying, you know, and it's like, it's so relevant and it's so necessary right now that we need to hear. And it's so on point, like always, right? And so why does she only come on like once a season? I don't understand. Why is she so busy? I was on the beginning of the season, but man, they took me out this year. That was the last season. That was the spring spring season. That's right. (laughs) It's okay. That's right. I was on for um, Earth Day. Remember I channeled Mother Earth? Yes. And man, was she spot on about the pandemic and everything and how it unrolled. It was like, whoa. So yeah, this is just part two. There you go. Part two. All right. So yeah, if anybody has any questions about the primal self, what we're talking about right now, um, about connecting to your primal self or understanding what your primal self is telling you or what is required, what it requires from you right now, raise your hand or type your question in the chat. Okay. Because we just want to, you know, make sure that we're all understanding this new concept. Because let's face it, we've never talked about the primal self before. Right? I know. It's like, where the heck is there any information about this? We, we I mean, there's talk about the higher self, there. you know, but never ever have we talked about the primal self. So, you know, you're going to have questions, folks. You're going to have questions, okay? Bring it, um, bring it. And that's why they're having me be the spokesperson. So (laughs) voice for spirit. And it's also about understanding, you know, how we can, I hate the word use, but use our primal self to navigate the world and navigate our challenges, navigate what's happening right now, to navigate how we manifest, right? To navigate how to bring heaven to earth, how we can balance the two, you know, the higher self, the primal self, the body elemental, the inner child, like you name it. <laughs> How can we use all of them to our advantage, right? Or to- Well, it's to, different tools in the toolbox, most yeah. definitely. And someone just wrote, is primal self the same as the primal wound? Yeah, the wounded part of you is the primal self. So that's a yes on that. Because when that primal self is wounded in fear, doesn't understand, uh, feels like it's being denied, that creates a wound, which then creates a lot of fear, anxiety, and um, uh, again, that programming that gets in the way. So I, I just saw so someone ask that question. They're connected. The primal wound is connected to the primal self, but they're not exactly the same thing. They're not the same entity or being. 
Um, it can be. I mean, that well, primal self, if it's wounded, if, if it's feeling denied or in fear or lashing out. So I'll give an example. My, mm -hmm. my primal self is a tiger and it doesn't have to be an animal. It can be whatever being that wants to come forward. It can be a tree. It can be a, um, a fairy. It can be a, a light. It can be an energy. It can be a mushroom. It, it can be whatever form it wants to take. Yeah. So my primal self is a tiger, right? My primal self in the old house, for whatever reason, did not feel secure. So how that manifests is my primal self would wake me up and I'd have to go check and make sure the doors lock. I'd have mm -hmm. to make sure everything is fine and secure. So let me talk about the, the five primal parts. So okay, this first primal of all, self I have to say, I have to say, well, I have no idea what or who my, my primal self is. I'm still, well, that's what we're going to do. We, yeah, we, I'm still we'll, like, not, I'm not, I'm not clear on it. I'll be honest. I'm yeah. not clear on well, it. We want to start there. That's probably the number one question you guys are all scratching your heads is, is who is my, yeah, I'm seeing shaking of heads. Yeah. Who, <laughs> Suzanne, I'm like, or, yes. Or what is my primal self? You know, that's. So tell you what, let's do a guided meditation and meet your primal self. And then I'll go oh, into. I, all the I thought it would be something so much easier. Like you would just tell us. Well, yeah, definitely. But I, again, I believe that all of you guys have been doing your work, really getting into your higher self. And if you can find your higher self or find those different spiritual aspects of yourself, Archangel Michael between or behind some of you, Susanna, I see Michael behind you. He's waving. <laughs> so uh, there are several people, Maggie. Yeah, I definitely see some people behind you too. So I'm a seer. I see stuff. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I can definitely see primal, but again, I, you guys need to believe in yourself. You know, it's, it's not counting on someone else. It's realizing you have the gift and the ability to see all these different parts. You have to trust it. So let's do guided meditation and then I'll help you fill in the blanks. If some of you guys are still <laughs> feeling some fuzziness there, awesome. but trust yourself and what comes forward and try not to judge it. If your primal self wants to be a mouse, that's okay. Sometimes they present themselves in a non-threatening way until you really get to used to them. If they present themselves in a raw vicious way or they're upset that's okay too we're going to do this carefully and slowly know that your spirit guides those beautiful angels ancestors dragons whoever is guarding you and protecting you will be right by your side helping you to meet this part so there's no fear needs to happen this isn't a safe place so let's jump into this meditation and go a little guided meditation. So if you're in a place where you can sit and be quiet, if you're walking, that's fine. <laughs> you're double duty right now. Someone's walking there. Maria, mm -hmm. I see you. Yep. So if you're in a space where you can sit and be quiet for this moment, just take your, your, put your notes aside, your glass of tea. It takes nice deep breaths. And I invite you to join in this meditation. First, let's get nice and grounded. So invite Mother Earth up to give you a nice big hug. Focus on that spring green color of grass, of leaves, of vegetation, and bring that green vibration up your feet, all the way up through your pelvis to your heart. And then from your heart, see that green vibration go out in all directions bathing every part of you, every cell, every space between every cell, your whole being with that emerald green color. Now visualize Mother Earth standing in front of you, curvy Mother Earth with a big smile on her face and her arms wide open to give you a nice big hug. Go into those arms and receive a hug. 
She loves you for being a son, a daughter, a person on this beautiful planet. She accepts you for all that you are, all that you have done and will do. She loves you and accepts you. And in that love and acceptance, feel grounded. So I'd like you to focus on a beautiful tree. Visualize you and Mother Earth sitting under a giant tree. We're going to go and look at the very topmost branches, actually above the tree itself, to a beautiful bird flying around. This beautiful bird with wings outstretched, catching that breeze, enjoying that sun, is flying around this tree. This bird, whatever form it takes, is your higher self, your soul self. We're going to ask that beautiful bird soul part of you to come have a rest. So as you focus on that bird, visualize looking through the bird's eyes. That soul part of yourself, you may find your heart kind of a flutter. Feel yourself a little bit out of your body as you connect with this beautiful soul self. As that bird looks at the tree, find a nice strong branch that you can land on. And as you flap those powerful wings, slow yourself down as you extend those claws, those feet forward, wrapping your hands, wrapping your feet around that branch. And as you land on that branch, as you relax, your feet get tighter. This is a beautiful thing about birds. They hold on while they rest. And if you look over from this beautiful, strong branch, you can see a nice cozy nest. So go ahead and hop over to that nest and allow yourself to completely rest, inviting that soul into your body into this place where it's safe, secure, and restful. So as that bird rests in the nest, allow your focus, your energy to now flow down the branches of the tree, from the upper branches into that strong trunk, all the way down to you, the body, sitting next to Mother Earth. Congratulations, you brought your soul back to your body. You're gonna feel more grounded. You may notice even in your body right now as we talk, feels a little heavier, a little bit more here. And that's perfect, this is being grounded. No worries, you can hop back to that bird and take flight at any time. And if your bird is a little restless, just remind it that it has wings and can fly at any time, but you give it permission to rest in that nest, allowing your energy to flow back to the base of the tree with Mother Earth. Perfect. So now as you are back in your body with Mother Earth, I want you to stand up and look out beyond the tree, this beautiful environment that surrounds the tree, a grassy field full of grass and every color of flower, maybe a beach or a forest or a tropical forest maybe a snowy mountainside, 
whatever environment you feel most drawn to. As you stand there beneath your tree, call out and ask that primal self to come forward. Please reveal to me what primal self is waiting for me. Please reveal to me my primal self. Hold still as this beautiful but shy primal self comes forward. Like any wild animal or creature or being, let it take its time to look at you, to sniff. Be sure to focus on love like you would a dog or a cat that's coming forward to seek attention. As that primal self comes forward, allow it to sniff your hand or shake a paw or a wing or a hand, whatever being or creature this primal self takes form in. As you pet this beautiful primal self, allow that energy to flow into you, that wild energy. As you connect with this primal self, feel your senses come alive. Smell, taste, touch, hearing, and visual. Ask this primal self if it has a name. And what would this primal self like to help you with today? To feel more grounded, to feel safe, to have more passion, to help you with self-acceptance and love. What does that primal self need from you to listen to it, to get outside, movement, nature, meat, change in diet, or just quiet time with yourself? Finally, connect with this beautiful primal self. It may want you to ride on its back or go for a flight or just curl up with it and feel safe. This big, beautiful creature being, fur, feather, claw, all just nice and warm and safe like a big mother bear or a lion, a black panther or a tree, it just wraps its beautiful arms, provides shade, gives you that comfort. And as you connect with this primal self, feel those base elements of Mother Earth. Fire, water, earth, air. This primal self is the keeper of your elements, your form, your physical self here on the planet. It's connected to health, 
well-being and manifesting. See this primal self not as a simple creature, but a master teacher, a keeper and a teacher of all these beautiful secrets waiting to share with you, a partner. As you walk back toward your tree with Mother Earth, see how the primal self now comes with you. Curling up next to you, sandwiching you in between Mother Earth and this primal self, a partner to help you. As you bring that energy into yourself, integrating it at a physical level, at an emotional level, at a spiritual level, and a mental level. Emotions, body, spirit, and mind all balanced between that beautiful primal earth self here and of course above you that higher self, soul self above. A balance between the heavens above and the earth below. Taking nice deep breaths as you bring yourself back into focus into the here and now, wiggling your fingers and toes and opening your eyes when you're ready. Ooh, I got a yawn. That was a good one. <laughs> good job, Laura. The yawns are always good. It means you moved energy. Good. And I'm like so hot. Oh my goodness. I'm like sweating now. You know, I was cold before. Now I'm like hot and sweating. It's like home. Because you're all the way back in your body. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a big sign of being out of your body and being too much into the heaven energy is you're cold. Your extremities and everything get really cold. Mm -hmm. So that can help some of us that get way too cold in the winter. We got to remember that to ground ourselves. And that's where that primal self can wrap around us and keep us warm. It also can talk to the fire elemental within you to increase your metabolism because some of us need to get rid of some of this quarantine weight. <laughs> so definitely you can see how that primal self is not just this animal. It really is the keeper of your physical blueprint of yourself. It's the one that comes together is a keeper of all those elements to be able to have you function and be here easier on the ground on the earth. This is really important because if you're working with health or changing your metabolism or doing those different things, being able to have a, like your higher self, by having your primal self be in charge of all that and working with your higher self, working together, that way you have that energy from above and below working together. You really become the yin and yang, bringing those two parts together. Ooh, awesome. someone had a black panther. Awesome. So Black Panther is really interesting. Some of the work I've done before, that's a common one that comes up because Black Panther is about reclaiming yourself, reclaiming your power and facing your shadow side. So very, very interesting. Black Panther comes up for a lot of people and you can have more than one primal creature. I've had several people in some of the work I've done this year, because this has been coming up a lot, is that it does uh, sometimes have multiple primal cells because you have different issues or maybe they're taking a couple different forms to be able to help with that. If you have one, that's okay. If you had just energy and you saw a cloud or energy and didn't quite have a form, that is okay too. Sometimes it takes a little while for you and your primal self to trust each other. So if it's just taking a color or a form, focus on that energy and the feeling. Remember your primal self is very emotionally based. So focus on the feeling. And then how many people had primal cells that were kind of angry? Were they kind of 
grumpy or kind of growling or hissing at you, that's okay too. Because again, if you've not been paying attention to that part, they can be a little testy at first. So then you ask them, hey, what's going on? How can I help you? Yeah. You know, a lot of times it just wants to be acknowledged because maybe you've been denying this part for a long time. You've been so focused on the heavens above, your higher self and everything else. It's kind of sulking in the corner and pouting because, you know, you haven't actually played with it in a while. <laughs> totally makes sense. Totally makes sense. So Mina got a black or brown bear. Good. Yep. Awesome. Anybody else? What, what, what did you all get? Odile didn't get anything because she got interrupted halfway through the meditation. That's why it's recorded. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Tina says, I had a dragon. Wow. Good job. Edwin got a deer. Awesome. Gentleness. Joy got uh, my dog that passed away, showed up, and a lion showed up, plus a unicorn. Wow. Cool. Good job. So multiples there. That's okay. Dog is helping you interpret and yeah. uh, unicorn with innocence. Awesome. Perfect. And she says, my tree was glowing gold. Ooh, like it. Yeah, yep. good. Uh, so that, that tree of life or the tree is that connection between the heavens and earth. It's like one of those symbols they yeah, always yeah. showed me. And it really allows us to bring our soul self back into the tree, which is so important. Yeah, absolutely. Maria got a horse, elephant for Valentina. Wendy said, as asking, are primal selves the same as power animals? My power animals now seem to be a higher self and primal self. They can double duty. I've always worked with Tiger, but it, when I realized that Tiger is also primal self, da-da, made so much more sense. So sometimes one of your animals, totem animals you've been working with actually is like, well, duh, I am your primal self. Other times you'll have like two. So I know mm -hmm. some people like have wolf as a wolf totem, but then a wolf, like a really kind of like, wow, crazy looking wolf came forward and that was their primal self. So it added to the pack or well, maybe it's a tiger and you have a saber tooth tiger. So, you know, yeah, that's there is interesting. no wrong way. <laughs> I, I didn't get a wolf this time. I thought, you know, cause it's like, oh, it's so, it's, I think I was in my head, you know, cause I got so many different ones, you know, like tiger, I got a horse, I got a unicorn. It's like, no, that's too nice and airy fairy. No, 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 that can't be right. So can't judge it and it's hard because when we our mind once you know Woo, what the powerful cool one it's like you know i have one person like i got a mouse why is my primal self a mouse it was actually perfect because mouse and hawk are two very they're predator and prey but two very two different points of view her primal self is all about the details the mouse mm -hmm. and her higher self is all about the vision so they balance each other so don't yeah. judge what came forward and it might morph some people do find that as they work with the primal self and go deeper it'll actually change form or shift or maybe the multiples will come more one representative eh, there's no right or wrong with this that's the cool thing yeah you're <laughs> right or wrong just accept it whatever it happens to be if, if it's more than one awesome cool we'll work with all of them right so um, exactly oftentimes yeah. there's helpers that come in with it and again try this meditation again that's why alara is awesome and records this so you can go back and watch the recording and that'll also help you to go deeper into that and reconnect because again if you do this three times and you have the same one same lion that comes forward and says hey i'm here to help you probably have figured out what your primal self is so repetitiveness yeah. always helps when connecting with these beings yeah awesome good 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 all right so i think uh i think shama has had her hand raised for a while i think that's shama and galaxy a8 i think that's shama you want to unmute yourself shama or galaxy a8 because i could be totally wrong 
Ah. Hello. Took me a little while. Sorry. Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So you had a question about the primal self. I I have to say I was the one that who was walking walking my dog. So oh. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did it under the tree, but I didn't have much clarity on account that I couldn't just go inside. So I may have to do it again on the replay. Mm -hmm. I was so I was just interested to. to to be on there and I wasn't sure what to ask for but um, seeing that I'm out and outside so I should just uh, listen to the replay and do it all over again. No worries and trust me after you've done the replay and you get a little bit more of an idea of what your primal self is then go for a walk because <laughs> it's really interesting to walk and get outside with your primal self. Remember that's more of your instinctual side so you'll find that your senses you'll notice more about your dogs and what they're thinking and what they're noticing you'll notice more about your environment. So I challenge you. I think that's awesome. You're walking. I like to take my primal self outside all the time. So try that. That'd be cool to see. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I'll okay, keep awesome. on listening. Thanks, yeah. Lara. Thank You're you, Shama. You guys. Um, and you know, I was, uh, when we, when we did, when we started and we did like the, um, the, the bird, you know, um, so I started off uh, with uh, a red cardinal, which I was like surprised, okay. But then when when the bird was putting its um, talons on the on the branch, then it was more like an eagle because you could tell, you know, the the, the talons were more like an eagle because it was big, you know, it's like big falcon eagle type of. Uh, <laughs> feet that's okay yeah Talk. again it, our, our perception keeps changing maybe the red was there for your root chakra to really help you to focus on that bringing that connection and then it became the true form and it's really interesting how our minds and spirit kind of works a lot of times it gives us these different visualizations because it helps us to fine-tune in that moment the biggest thing is not get too caught up if we're like, oh no, I'm a cardinal. I thought it was so much bigger. It's like, let go of that. That that sometimes is that ego part getting in yeah. the way. It's yeah. just enjoy that and step back and kind of witness it. And then afterwards go, hmm, red, that kind of stood out. Maybe I should look up what cardinal means and what red means. And then I'm like, hmm, then I can work on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yes. Good, good point. So I will take a look at that later, you know, but uh, yeah, but that, but that was, that was interesting too. And, you know, like, you know, like we, we had our choice of scenery of what we wanted to see in the meditation, right? So mine went, you know, to the beach. It's like, oh yes, I love the beach. I love the ocean, you know, just feeling the ocean. And, oh, so, so nice, you know? And so I, I was kind of surprised that my, because I'm like so drawn to the ocean, it, it's quite surprising that my primal animal wasn't like something from the water, you know? Nah. But, so what came forward for you then? Well, it was the like the, the unicorn, but more of a, of, of a wild horse, you know, like it was yep. more of the energy of the wild horse, you know, the freedom and strength and uh, being sturdy and foundational and just strong, you know. So ocean's really interesting, but angels love using ocean quite a bit as kind of a reference point because the ocean or beach and water is the divide between two different realms, earth and water and sky is there too. Mm -hmm. So, and then you have the sun with all four elements. So it makes sense that the environment was really peaceful because let's face it, we love it when we can go to the beach and like relax. So it's 
it's indicator for you to be more relaxed in the meditation. <laughs> it was between two realms and unicorns are the doorkeepers of realms. So it makes total sense. You saw a unicorn because the round keepers, they help be that doorway in between there. And then the wild horse. So you have both the, the, if you think about it, unicorn can be totally primal self, but it also is kind of a reflective of horse of the wild Mustang horse energy is the primal energy mm-hmm. and the evolved form or higher form is the unicorn so you actually have the synergy of the two together (laughs) (laughs) totally makes sense right totally makes sense when you like talk about it (laughs) yeah right it's like oh my god it does and and again it's for someone got a dragon that's really awesome i think i saw someone had a stag beetle that's awesome too again that shell that protection in the horns on the beetle there's no judgment here all these these creatures beings uh, forms are because again they're reflecting our primal self and sometimes we need to be a little bit more magical so if you got a dragon a unicorn or a mythical creature as your primal self that's you kind of an indicator of tapping into your magical self and it doesn't have to just be your higher magical self you have a magical self here on the earth too so that unicorn's helping you to tap into your earthly magical self that you can tap into those parts of you too neener neener (laughs) your guides are totally ratting you out today Laura. i love it i love it it's great yeah good 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 yeah no no no. it's like it's like (laughs) i'll take it um yeah good okay all right so so yeah i don't even know where we are now so yeah if you have a question if you have a question other than what is my primal self any other question regarding like what's going on in your life if you're i don't know like you know i don't know ascension symptoms or like what types of questions can people ask oh definitely well i'm going to keep talking about primal self and don't worry whatever they ask i'll probably wrap it up into that so yes because i think they're being being shy because you know they're not oh definitely well let me talk a little bit more about primal self because this is probably gonna get some more questions going too but yeah definitely like ask away like how is my primal self like in with the pandemic and stuff like that oh my gosh love to talk about that so let's talk about the primal self now that you guys all met your primal self what can you do with that so this primal self like i said is connected to five primal parts and you know five parts which is interesting because this is also the five senses six sense being the combination so what are these primal parts and you're going to be like, well, duh. So the first part is shelter. So this is shelter is your sense of security. It's your home. It's your job. It's your money, your finances. It's having those things and having safety and security. So that shelter part of you is a big one. And this is something when you think about it, it's not just humans, all beings want to have shelter. They want to have a safe place, that bird in the nest, the mole under the ground in the molehill, wherever that is, they want to have that security and safety. When this is out of balance, like I kind of talked about, be it the energy of the home wasn't quite balanced or things going on in my life, it made me not trust that the door was locked Mm -hmm. or it's being triggered right now with people losing their jobs or being on furlough or not having a money coming in or or are we even going to get a second check here in the u.s (laughs) i keep dreaming so (laughs) with that that causes a lot of stress and so that primal part feels like those parts are being taken away and can act out. So what does it mean acting out? It could be grumpy. It can be lashing out. It could be in fear, anxiety, like, oh my gosh, am I going to be able to put, you know, have a house around me? Am I going to feel safe in this house? And so it can be very, like very material, not having a job, but it can also be just that sense of loss by 
taking those away or, or the environment of the stock market and the whole entire world right now, that can make that primal self really agitated. That can be sleepless nights. Even though you have a job, you're safe in your house and everything, the world, because it doesn't feel safe, can make that primal self be agitated. So this is where we're going to our primal self and saying, hey, I got a house. I'm okay. We're safe. My energy is strong. My guides are protecting me. The dragon, hey, dragon, you're strong and powerful. Wrap your wings around me. Help me to feel safe. Or mama bear, you know, have mama bear hold you and feel safe. That said, someone said they had a, a cub. Mama mm-hmm. bear's there, but the cub came. Cub is all about being playful and, and really protecting that inner child part of you. So that primal self might be coming to try to help make your inner child feel safe. Because our inner child, we all have it within us. And right now, Everything outside of our walls in the world is absolute chaos. Some of this stuff makes no sense to a child. And if you are wondering, inner child, yeah, just look at our current president here in the US. He is what a two-year-old looks like running a country. <laughs> and it's not about politics. It's just that he really operates from his inner child. And that's not always appropriate. It really it kind of explains a lot of his behavior. So this year has really been about us being a parent to our own inner child. And Part of that is having that inner child feel safe, but also giving that inner child permission to not be so engaged with some of the stuff that's going on in the world. We could bring the inner child safely back into ourselves, into our hearts with that primal self and make it feel safe like mama bear and the baby cub. So hopefully that answers the question that someone had about that, that Mm -hmm. mama bear part. Next part of the primal cells. So we, of course, have shelter. If we're going to talk about shelter, we have to talk about food. (laughs) For any of you with the uh, going on a diet, changing things, you have uh, allergies that come forward. This is a big one. Holy cow. For some of you, when I've talked about this before, I am allergic to dairy. Cannot have that. My inner child loves dairy for comfort. So she would love to gulp down that ice cream and then I get horribly sick. So I had to work with these different parts. So the primal self really helped and my body help my inner child say, hey, eating ice cream, not making this really happy. Can we find another term? So, but when you take something away, again, it's that very instinctual side of us. We don't like it when things are taken away. So food wise, you could change your diet or with the pandemic, certain things weren't available or we couldn't go to the grocery store and stuff. So we get panicky. This is also where past lives can play into this too. If you starved in a past life, you carry that within your DNA in your, your memory of your soul. So that can trigger that and it can make that that primal part of you kind of twitchy. This might be why you always feel like you have to have extra canned goods and stuff in the freezer because you're always wanting to make sure you have enough food so you don't starve. So understanding where that memory is coming from and how it's affecting those parts can help you to be calm. Nope, got plenty of food, we're, we're okay. Next part, number three, is sex, is sex. That's the big one, sex. So what do you mean sex? So yes, that is getting it on under the sheets. It's about having that, that sexual experience and procreation, babies and all that. But it's also about sensual. And those are two different things, sexual and sensual. Sensual is about feeling okay in this. So you can touch my, I love the sweater. It feels good. That's sensual. This, this, this sweater feels yummy to wear. It's why I'm wearing it today. But uh, it's not sexual. I'm, uh, that's not sexual about doing that. This is sensual. So it's really understanding that. And our primal self can help us to navigate and feel the differences in that. It also is about being okay in this form. And with a lot of redefinitions of 
of sexes, male, female, and, and everything in between, that can be really confusing. So that can uh, trigger your primal self is maybe they need to kind of sort that out, or maybe you need to like redefine yourself. So really being able to feel okay within your body. The next one is acceptance. Acceptance is a big one. It's what motivates us a lot. Sometimes our choices, why we reach out to certain people or even stay in a relationship because we so desperately want to be accepted. This can get really out of balance, especially if you're in an abusive relationship or a horrible job will continue to be there, even though it's not the for our greatest benefit because we're accepted and that's right. Especially a lot of us in the spiritual communities, holy cow, doing something outside of your norm, being a spiritual healer, that's not a normal job. So that can really cause that primal part of yourself wondering, hopping back and forth. But it also is a benefit because if you can help your, have your primal self help you to accept yourself, even though you're outside of a social norm or something uh, everybody else is telling you, no, no, you should be this way, but you and your heart know you need to do this, again, that higher self, that primal self can bring that self-reliance, that acceptance of self to help you to push forward. And of course, lastly is love. And if you notice, all these are kind of interconnected. They're not individual. But when we look at some of these different aspects, it helps us to kind of figure out what's triggering us. Love is the big one. We want to be loved. And love and acceptance, they go together like peas in a pod. But love is that wanting to be loved. And sometimes we can love ourselves even when people don't accept us, we can still love ourselves. We can love someone even if we don't accept their behaviors or what they're doing that is capable. And it's actually a big part of what we need on our planet right now. We're so snippy. Our, our primal cells are so triggered, having to wear these masks, have to stay inside, worried about the job, what's going to happen with our country, countries around the world, all this. Our primal cells are grumpy and they're lashing out. And what we really need on the planet right now is compassion. We need to be able to love each other. We don't have to agree with each other, but we have to have enough love and respect that each person is allowed to prosper in their way and as it all comes together to serve the community and that's what's unbalanced so as we hit all these primal parts and we take care of ourselves we become the change we want to see in the world haven't you heard that before hmm. <laughs> so yeah. if you can work on these primal parts and ask yourself am i secure do i have the monies and the place to live Am I being well fed? And it's not just food. Is it the things in my life? Do I have those things that feed me, that feed my soul and bring me passion and creativity? And do I feel okay sexually? Am I sexual needs being taken care of? Do I feel safe in this body? Do I feel safe in how I'm expressing myself, dressing myself, being? Do I accept myself? Do I feel accepted? Am the relationships I am, do they respect me and accept me? Or am I lying to myself and I need to change some of my relationships? And finally, love. Am, am I loving myself and allowing others to love me? That's a big one. We need to allow ourselves not only to love and help people around us, but we ourselves have to accept that love in all forms. And for some of you in the spiritual community, that means actually accepting proper amounts of money. <laughs> some of that is there too. And also loving no. That can be a love too. Is some of these people that they say they love us, but they're manipulating us. The most loving thing we can say is no. So you can see how each of these parts can be 
kind of shifted or looked at from multiple different points of view. That primal self is very diverse and can help you navigate all these different parts. It's grumpy because you haven't been paying attention to it and it's ready to help you. Yay. Wow. I love it. And that's the thing. It's like we have another support system or a team member who would love to support us, but we didn't even know they existed. Right. And it was there. And a lot of people do tap that surface. You know, when you work with totem animals, when you work mm -hmm. with these different parts or you're working with your body, your body, your, your yeah. inner counsel, you're, you're, you're touching the surface, but by giving it its own name and really tapping into it, you're allowing it to be that wild, crazy part of you. And let me tell you, once you have that primal self on your side, your passion goes through the roof. Your creativity goes through the roof. You start looking at food a lot different. You look at yourself and how you're expressing yourself. You realize I don't have to wear the normal boring work clothes. I'm going to wear color and I'm going to feel fantastic. I'm going to dye my hair purple because and blue because my primal self is a peacock <laughs> and I want to strut. It's crazy. All those different parts. My tiger self, holy cow. It's so helped after having not only the cracks that I mentioned before, but also I had a hysterectomy of uterine cancer and that primal self going through all that surgery and everything was scary. But that primal self ensured me, you are strong and we're going to live and we're going to roar. Mm -hmm. And holy cow, it helped me to move through all the physical therapy, everything I had to do, getting through the surgeries and everything. Cause I knew my spirit, my soul, and my body was strong. And my higher, my higher self was right there. The bird part and my primal self, that tiger, and we just walked forward with our heads held high. And that felt fabulous. Mm. And the doctors and everything were like, whoa, there's nothing. We don't even need to do radiation. Holy cow. And then it's like, whoa, because I was confident moving forward. So that was yeah. awesome. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was awesome. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, I remember that time. Yeah, so I'm so glad that that, that you came through it with flying colors and that you're still here with us, supporting us, working with us, playing with us. Yeah, I love it. It's more balanced. It's interesting how, you know, give our, each of you give yourself credit. The experiences you're having right now, never diminish yourself for your experiences. Each of us divine gives us experiences so that we can use these tools that you hear about on these shows and stuff. But everybody does it in their own unique way. And the way you're doing it is so powerful. Holy cow. And if you listen to what I'm talking about, you'll realize, oh my God, I've been doing that too. And that's been triggered. And holy cow, I'm working through that right now. That makes you another master teacher on this planet. A street guru is what I like to call us. We're all equal sitting around the fire and we're all having these experiences. When we come mm -hmm. together and share, that's what globally how we shift ourselves. I love so, it. Yeah. I know, right? It's mm -hmm. like, yay. And we're all supporting each other. We're all teaching each other. We're all working to, you know, together to create this heaven on earth, right? And at the same time, uh, you know, with our support team, with ourselves, with our bodies, we're all doing this together. So I love that. I love how we're all going through this together and we can see the changes. You know, we can see the changes in our lives. We can see the changes in all the people who are on these types of calls. We can see, you know, all the changes in the communities. Yeah, the, you know, things are shifting. 
right? And it's well, because it's like tree roots, right? Reaching out the forest with the tree roots or, or connected to each other. Someone said they had nature and trees as their healers and their primal self come for Mother Earth there. And yeah. again, just like the primal parts, they're all interconnected. So of course, Mother Earth and the trees are right there. I challenge you to go deeper with your connection with trees because I don't just see trees there. I see dryads, which are tree spirits. So think of the ants from Lord of the Rings that could walk and they're tree shepherds and taking care of the other trees. But wow, what a great thing of what you're just saying. Trees, they're finding is that all the root systems are intertwined. They mm -hmm. literally can send nutrients to each other. They can and they talk to each, each other, other all the time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like mind blowing. So the tree primal self can help you to be more efficient in helping and connecting to your community to help yeah. you. So our primal self, because it is connected here in the earth and the great hoop of life, it actually helps us to get connected more. So you'll find working with your primal self actually opens doorways to other beings like the unicorn for you and the wild horse it mm -hmm. opens up doorways to work with these other beings and more earthly beings come forward too because they know you're ready and want to talk and work and i mentioned the elements that's huge again those elements are such a big part of us fire is your metabolism that's mm -hmm. what keeps you warm it's your spirit your soul your water is your tears your saliva and your urine but it's also those emotions and hormones inside you too uh your body your physical body of course is earth your bones your teeth your hair and all that but your muscles and then air is not only the air we breathe in and out of our lungs but the spaces between all the organs and after having some organs removed i'm very aware of that cavity space inside me let me tell you but as you get older and stuff shifts and stuff i mean how many of you can only sleep on one side or one position in bed because that's what feels most comfortable that's the space inside your body so working with the air elemental can actually help rearrange stuff so that you feel more comfortable kind of interesting so yeah, right. So working with these elementals and that primal self actually helps you to be grounded and more connected to nature, which is fabulous. Because isn't that what a lot of us want to do? We want to be here more gently with the earth. We want to work with her. Yeah. So definitely my my challenge to joy, I think I see that question there, is your tree guides is go deeper with those trees. Ask, ask that dryad to come forward and teach you and share with you not only how to take care of yourself, your own tree, but how can you connect more with nature and the trees and nature around you. Ooh, fun, fun, fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Good. Thank you, Joy. Um, Pat has her hand raised. Pat, do you want to unmute yourself? Okay. Hi. 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 <laughs> uh, thank you so much. Okay. Yes, Raven, I enjoy listening to everything, but I'm going through an amazing experience with my body. Um, it sounds like there's more ringing in my ears. Ah, God's beeper <laughs> is what I call that. Is it been uh, ongoing for a while or is it um, intensified? It's been ongoing for a while, but now it's getting more intense. Yeah. And I don't know whether it's the meds or the energies coming in to help me release something. Gotcha. So when you've been really up in those higher realms, you know, again, that's why I affectionately call it God's beeper because a lot of times those are our spirit guides trying to talk to us. As you come more into your body, sometimes your different senses, particularly the, I call it the triangle. So your third eye, your ears and your throat. So your third eye and throat chakra is connected. It makes a triangle. 
And when you are wanting to talk to guides and spirit more and have more clear communication, there's a rebalancing that happens between these two chakras and this whole system right here. This oftentimes is connected to the ringing in the ears because it is all connected at an energetic spiritual level, but also a physical level. So definitely, you know, working with your, your, your team, your doctors and stuff with meds, because yes, some meds definitely can affect this. Really making sure your stationary tubes, you can get right underneath the base of your ear and pull down. This actually releases your stationary tubes, which is connected to your sinuses. This can really help relieve any pressure and help you to balance your ears so you don't have the ringing so much. One of the, my physical therapists told me about that when I was getting a lot of ringing. So that, and it makes you kind of swallow when you do it. Okay. So that can really help really stretching out your neck, getting physical therapy, but we really help like that too. And then just really talking to your different beings. So sometimes when you really start working with the earthly realms and your focus goes down there, your, your guides up above are like, wait, wait, what about us? So ask them to balance the energy. You have so much energy coming in. And I can see it. This like your crown chakra is way open. You have a ton of energy flowing through you. Yeah. So actually working with your primal self to ground is so super important for you. Think of it this way. If I continually pour water into a cup down here and it's no way for it to drain out, what's it going to do? It's just going to start overflowing, right? So when we have all the energy coming into our crown chakra and our upper chakras, the ringing, we need that energy to go somewhere because as it builds up, it rings. It's kind of like an overflow alarm, overflow, overflow. So you have to focus on it going to mother earth. So when you can work on your feet, it's, it sounds weird. You want your ears to be better work on your feet. So in the very base of your foot, the very center is the, the root chakra or probably not root chakra, earth chakra, which is connected to mother earth. It's a pressure point. So if you hold that point, rub it, you can get a ball to roll your feet on or one of those little foot rollers. And I do that too. I do that too, Raven. And confirmation. That's perfect. I was walking, you know, the earth, I could, I was guided to breathe through my throat and just send gold light through my throat. Yeah, you got it. Confirmation. Yeah. You're helping release all that energy flow and then oh, yeah, yeah, tapping. My whole, my, my legs are just vibrating right now. Yep. Yep. Speaking truth, it's flowing through you. So yeah, definitely acupressure might help with that balancing. You can like tap those sides. You tap tapping modalities yeah. really help with I that do, too. To do that. Yeah. So you're actually, you're doing great. So when you're doing these different modalities, then it's asking those guides to shift the energy coming through in a more balanced way so that you can flow through. And then sometimes with the ringing, because I get it too, which is just stop instead of resisting, breathe into the ringing and ask, okay, guys, what are you trying to get my attention about? What do I need to focus on? Or, hey guys, I know you're rewiring me. Can you do it in a gentle way? And oftentimes the ringing will shift. So definitely there's some steps there to try. Anybody else has ringing or any of the things. Again, awakening is always a rebalancing. So when you've been awakening and bringing a lot of the higher self in, your, your primal self and earthly self has to also come up to that balance. So you have that working with this primal self is so going to help you because it's going to strengthen that earthly body part of yourself. And then that way you can bring that waterfall that's flowing through you with ease and grace. Okay, so that's and perfect. That's my guidance that the new codes, you know, and I just have to say, I surrender to this process and trust my journey. You know? Yeah. And it, if for any of you that see me, you can see this stone flash quite a bit. 
this is healer's gold. It's very grounding, but it allows large amounts of energy to flow through you. So anybody that's watched me long enough, you see it in my hand a lot of time when I present because it helps me focus. This is amazing stone, but find a stone that works for you. Jasper, serpentine, jade, whatever stone works for you to help you with facilitating. I wear these, these stones here. There you go. <laughs> see, and sometimes this is what we need. We need confirmation. So you're actually doing a great job. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's it's an it's just a new process, and I just have to have compassion for my body. That's and, it, and believe that that's the biggest thing. All these different things is really about our intention. So it's allowing, and also sometimes realizing it is a process. It's not a light switch. So yeah. the, the reason why it's a process is the divine doesn't want to blow you out. <laughs> it's it's one step at a time, and it is in that process that we actually span and understand. I can't tell you how many times I've come full circle on stuff and learn new stuff. I've been stones healing since I could put stones in my diaper, and I still have so much to learn because <laughs> I come full circle again and again. So mm -hmm. use this time as remembering what you've done before, but going deeper in a whole new way because you are rocking it. You're doing a great job and enjoy this rewiring because again, as you become an acupuncture needle, allowing this energy to flow through you into Mother Earth, Mother Earth is counting on you because that's the energy she's using to change herself. So and that's what I do. I breathe into yep. the earth. From my heart. I can tell. I, I can tell just the amount of energy flowing through you. You're one of those big conduits that Mother Earth counts on to make these changes and heal the Earth. So you're well, doing I'm it. Just vibrating. My whole body is vibrating with this because you know I'm going to see a cardiologist on Monday because my blood pressure was going up and I had to go to urgent care a week ago and they put me on another. I was taking a 2.5 of amylodipine and I think I'm going to need to change the meds too. Just trust it, trust that process, keep working. And again, all these different team members, the energy people to the MDs, to everybody, they all have a perspective of a different part and it's working with all of it. That's awesome. You're doing a great job. Thank you yeah. so much, Raven. Awesome. You're Thank welcome. You. Thank you, Pat. That was great. What a blessing. Thank you. Honored. I'm so honored. Good, good, good. Thank you. And I just want to it reiterate uh, again, like if you are having ringing in your ears or anything else is happening, please always check with the doctor. You know, yes, a, a lot of stuff is energetic. Yes, but you know, some stuff is not. So please double check, okay? Um, oh my gosh. Thank you for saying that, Laura. That's so important because again, sometimes it takes multiple different team members. I definitely work with lots of different peoples and you know I love to go in the natural energetic when I can but sometimes our bodies need more assistance than we're capable of doing yeah. I've tried yeah. synthetic or I've tried natural um, uh, um, thyroid hormone I've tried this and tried this and even my natural path she finally just took me and said I know you like natural but you need to go to synthetic because you aren't getting enough. And sure enough, I went to go see an endocrinologist, a specialist, and I have half the normal size of a thyroid. No wonder why I was having so many difficulties. So I got on synthetic and oh my God, I can wake up in the morning and have energy. Yeah. So yeah, really I went to the ear doctor today. <laughs> and and I, I had a few earaches too. And I thought, he said, there's no wax. There's no ear problems. He said, go back on your nasal spray. You know, a little bit it might help, but he said, if you switch meds and you're still having it, he said, we could do an ear test, you know, so that's yeah, okay. it's cool. That's why it's medical practice. But thank you, Laura. That's so important to, again, use all these different people from your community to help you. Yeah. And, just, and to also, double check. just to double yeah, check, double just check. Double definitely. check. Definitely. He's right. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks, Pat. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so grateful.
Thank you, Pat. And because um, I remember one of my teachers long time ago, you know, a long time ago, he always said, you know, the same thing. Yes, could be energetic, but double check. And then that way, you know, if it, if there's nothing medical, you can get that out of the out of the way, get out of your head, and then you just focus on the energetic and just work 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 with that. You know, then it's like one thing off your mind. You know, it's like kind of like peace of mind. You know, it's like yeah, there's nothing happening med medically. I'm fine. It's all good. It's just energy. So I actually. <laughs> you got good people around you though that are medical so uh, yeah yeah unless i have to unless it's something you know serious um all right okay so um i just want to talk a little bit about the special offer and then we'll go back to questions for a little bit okay Yay! so for those of you who are on the live page you can just click on special offer those of you who are not you can go to laura.at forward slash show forward slash raven 10 yeah <laughs> hopefully that's it yep nope hold on yeah anyway so let's talk about it raven what what have we what have we got i know and i'm doing something totally different here on the show which is really fun so as for what like a lot of you know i love doing my 30 minute kind of special offer where you can actually call me for a private session you can zoom call it and i will help you navigate with your primal self so if you're having a really hard time connecting your primal self or they're being really grumpy with you or just need to who is my primal self definitely here to help you with that 30 minute uh, primal self healing session and also figuring out what of those five parts you need help working with and they are connected to your five senses so um i definitely want to help with that but also with that i'm going to do a zoom webinar class which is totally awesome so we're going to go deeper into those five parts really understanding when they're unbalanced how you can bring them back to balance and how they're connected to your five senses so if you have uh shelter and security actually that's connected to your sense of uh smell so one of the ways that i actually help with my primal self to feel secure i actually use lemongrass lemongrass is very protective and very soothing i put it in an oil diffuser and i felt much better in the house so we can see how your primal self those five primal parts are connected to your five senses and how you can bring it all together so it's a 90 minute class pretty awesome we'll have a teaching part and then a question and answer so all that together both a 30 minute session and that 90 minute class for a hundred bucks that's spirit people they want you to be able to have this so they're putting it out there for you guys good awesome so that's available again like i said at alara.at forward slash show forward slash raven 10 for those of you who have heard me before raving about raven i actually i do you know i've i raven is one of my go-to people that i go to for my own stuff luckily i haven't needed your services in a while raven i've been doing pretty good because <laughs> you've been doing your homework <laughs> but she is spot on and it's like she channels spirit your guides like like she sees them all the time and she knows exactly what they're saying. And like, she's always been like spot on for me and including, you know, like different processes that I might need, you know, like you haven't talked about walking the spiral, but she walks the spiral for you. Oh yeah, totally. And the medicine wheel. I the love walking wheel. the medicine wheel for people, but I should come back on and do the spiral one again for you yes. on yeah. this. Cause that walking the spiral is the spiral of your past lives, understanding where all your past lives, anything that's holding you back and going to the very center where your blueprint is and actually changing your soul contract is huge. That was awesome. And right now on the planet, we have the ability to do that really, really easily right now. And Alara and I did it and it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> it was 
was it was like oh my god it was like so much fun oh my god i was like yeah wow well i guess i know what i'm doing in the beginning of the year i'm coming back and doing the spiral with you <laughs> Woohoo! <Yay! laughs> perfect timing too <laughs> <laughs> yes absolutely and one of the things that you had taught me long time ago was the um uh, um you know something to do with soul contracts right not just soul contracts but any contracts that you might have had you know and I remember yep. I, I did that and that worked so wonderfully. I have to admit so wonderfully, you know? So yeah. It's amazing how many we, and, and that comes up sometimes when we do work with our primal self, we'll actually uncover ancestral and past life contracts or things that are in the way. And that can really help. I mean, if your primal self wants to be wild and really claim who you are, but your rigidity from your family ancestral wise is being very rigid, that can be a conflict. So mm -hmm. this is definitely where uh, working through that with yourself, with your guides or reaching out for help, because, you know, sometimes we need that different perspective. And that's what I love doing yes. is with you and your guides. I help you give a different perspective. Look at that. And I excel. I've been on, on Alerta Shuttle with Edgar, my ancestral healing crystal skull. So I've been taught by a oh, crystal yeah. skull how to that's do right. ancestral healing. I love working with the dragons too. Yeah, They're very that good too. Dragons too. I, I, I wear my dragon bracelet that you gave me all the time. Yay! Awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and the dragons, God, they've been busy opening doors and burning away stuff that no longer serves us. I have been calling on dragon fire quite a bit this year to help cleanse things up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's, there's lots of tools in Raven's toolbox, you know, absolutely for sure. And all, all amazing, all wonderful, all helpful. Uh, you know, so I definitely, I highly recommend Raven, you know, I always do. So uh, definitely take a look at that, alara.at forward slash show forward slash raven10. All right, so we're going to take a few more quick questions. Um, Linda says, my energetic work has been increasing happily. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Is there, is there a way to increase it even more? <laughs> definitely. All, so I'm grateful for it. Oh, my God. That's a great question. Especially a lot of us that, you know, it's interesting this year, as, as many people have poo-pooed this year, uh, I channeled Merlin at the beginning of the year, and he said that this this year is ma magic. <laughs> and it's like, how is the 2020 magical? I've seen so many great memes on Facebook with dumpster fire and stuff like that. Yeah. But know that chaos is magic and magic is chaos. To be able to really bring the new magic we want on the planet, things have to break down. So this is why our government and schools and technology and all kinds of stuff our unemployment and benefits and things like that are totally breaking down so that we can look at this and realize parts of it that are not functioning. And the big thing about this year we need to remember is it's called the great pause. That's what they've named this year because it's about us having that vision quest, that pause to really stop and look Am I truly happy what I'm doing? So it sounds like awesome. You're moving forward and your business is making you happy. Now is the time to balance that. Are you giving enough time to your own self-care, your own upkeeping and taking care of? Because when we get really excited about our jobs, sometimes we start pouring so much into it, we forget to eat, take care of ourselves, get a massage, actually take a break and hang out with our friends, even if it's online right now with quarantining, mm -hmm. but it's still being social and connecting to people. So that's where the primal self will help you. Be sure that your primal self is guarding your needs. And that's a big part of your primal self. It's job is to take care of you whereas higher self can help you to translate the divine plan and see the bigger picture that hawk seeing all the landscape that mouse or that primal part 
helps you to see the little details in your own life. And this is sometimes what gets overlooked and gets us in trouble when we decide that working 80 hours in one week is fine without a break. And then we burn ourselves out. So let that primal self help you take care of yourself and be balanced so that you have even more energy to continue to expand in your business and help more people and your community. So that's awesome. It's always a balance. So very great question because a lot of us are experiencing it. If you put aside all the fear and craziness and anxiety, there is a lot of people making amazing changes this year. There's so much magic, starting new businesses, moving, ending relationships, starting new jobs. There's a lot of opportunities. So if you can have that leap of faith and take care of yourself, you'll realize again, like I said earlier, the most loving thing you can say no. And sometimes that's saying, you know what? No, I, I don't want to work at that place anymore. Or you know what? I can telecommute and that's okay. You're not letting the company down or doing less work. You're actually being more in balance by taking care of yourself and still getting your job done. There's a lot of people that have been struggling with that. I've been doing this for 20 years and I have been solid booked all this year. It's been absolutely insane. And it's so inspiring because there's so many people that are like, you know what? No, I want to change. So keep up the good work. If you're, even if you're like, oh my God, I think now I finally make the change. This year is not over. <laughs> so tap into that change energy and go for it. It's amazing. Exactly. Go for it. And nowadays with zoom technology, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing. Even Skype, you know, you can Skype with people and you can do recordings on Skype. It's easy peasy. There's no excuse. Round right? the world. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and you know, PayPal to, to accept payments. It's so easy. You can do it for sure. Tina primal being a dragon, a primal being a dragon. Okay. Also had a black Panther. How can I help my primal self to help me? It's all about relationship. And that's what Merlin talks about too. If we really want to do magic again in our world, we have to strike relationship with these different parts of ourself and nature. So the best thing is get to know your dragon and your black panther. Ask them, what can I do to help you? What do you need? We always ask from them, you know, angels, guides, help me do this, do that. But when's the last time have you actually turned that question back and say, how can I be of service to you? What can I do for you today? And sometimes that primal self is like, you need to go for a drive. You need to get away from the TV, the computer, the noise, the kids, everybody, and go be quiet. So sometimes we need to give ourselves break, go take, and it feels selfish sometimes to say enough, but actually it's in that quiet time that we finally can hear those different parts and really hear what our heart desires. It's also a way to bring both our higher self and our primal self together in that silence you can really ask. And this doesn't have to be long. If it's a walk with your dogs around the neighborhood and you just kind of tune in and say, hey, I invite you to go on my walk and then check in with them and say, hey, how's it going? You know, what, what do I need to do? Am I following the, the divine plan? Hey, primal self, are you taken care of? And that primal self may surprise you. It might be working with your body and your emotional self and the primal self, like for instance, someone had the baby bear cub earlier. It might be wanting to protect that inner child, or it might want to work with your body and say, Hey, some of this food you're not eating isn't really benefiting you. Let's change it up. Let's try something dif different. It might be even bringing more protein in for some of you that are getting tapped in with your primal self. Don't be surprised if you get hungry for more protein. It's sometimes that primal self, a big part of it is nourishing and taking care of the physical form. So it can 
want that protein. It doesn't have to be necessarily meat because I know some of you guys are vegetarian out there. I love having a good steak for my tiger and it likes to roar and purr when I eat that. But if that's a tofuki steak or beyond meat, that stuff is pretty good. And I have eaten that too. So you eat whatever you need to health wise, but also by honoring and feeding that primal self, it's a way to get to know them and go deeper in relationship. So that's a great question. Thank you. Good. Awesome. Angela. Oops. That lost you, Angela. I thought you, you unmuted. Um, but there was a question for me a long time ago. My goodness. One second. Let me see if I can find it really quick. Uh, one second, Angela. No problem. Here, I'll, I'll answer this one while you're finding it. Uh, yeah. Another question for Joy is magic. How to trust more our intuition and primal self. So again, be sure to, to divide intuition from instincts that that's a big a part we need to kind of reteach ourselves so honor that gut feeling that instinctual part of you that and a lot of us have been feeling this when you have to go out into that grocery store into public and you're wearing that mask when you walk into the store do you feel safe or do you not feel safe <laughs> this is your instinctual side kicking in when you see all the kids running around without a mask they're all snotty nose and the part of you is screaming going run run for your life <laughs> it's like no that's the instinctual side saying to leave so your intuitive side is that angelic -y, uh higher ascended mastery part that heavenly part and it's like sees a bigger picture and it's like nope you're going to be just fine so when you get a good balance between both of those you're tapping into both parts and allowing that energy to flow through you more readily i definitely understand this part i go to this bank all the time over my office in everett I was going to go there intuitively i was like i'm going to go to the bank and then i'm going to go get something to eat and i'm going to go back to the office something i've done a hundred times before i go to pull into the the parking lot of the bank to walk in and everything roared everything said no don't go in there don't go in there and it was like a, a cold sweat that came over me and a wall and i was like okay that's weird <laughs> and i kind of tuned in it was definitely instinctual at first intuitively i heard don't go my guides are like mm -mm, don't go so i got in the car didn't argue and i drove away i found out at that exact moment was when the bank was being robbed oh my goodness <laughs> they totally saved me from walking in on the robbery oh my like, goodness holy cow so it's again it's kind of reteaching ourselves we actually oftentimes have the instinctual part when we're a little bit more grounded and connected into our environment we actually will get that instinctual emotional kind of response and then we have the intuitive response too they're both there so when you start actually dividing those two responses you're working with those two different parts and again by working together it's like having better radar instead of like i think that's out there you're like oh i know that's out there and it's coming and why wouldn't anybody want to have that oh my gosh i know all of you guys biggest thing is like why can't i see divine's plan more clearly here you go <laughs> this is a way to fine-tune your own abilities so that you can be more tapped in again like the trees and i love that person asked about the trees and communicating when you're more stitched in with your environment and can feel stuff your radar for understanding is even wider around you so that you can react in a beautiful balanced way that's one of the things that we have control over is how we react mm -hmm. so why wouldn't we want to have our intuition and our instincts working together with us it's yeah. so beautiful beautiful yeah awesome thank you um so angela i finally found your 
thing and i'm so sorry oh my goodness um i'm so sorry for you know your your dad passing um and you're talking about having some unresolved wounds or surfacing right because of the passing probably and is my primal self ready for the next phase angela you there that is a powerful question angela you there I know, I know you're unmuted, but we can't hear you. We just hear buzzing. All right. No, all right. So, um, Raven. I'll tune in. Um, Angela, again, very sorry. The loss of your father. I, I have recently lost my uh, father-in-law actually this year to COVID. So I uh, totally understand that this process. Um, Death is a transformation, not only for the person that, that leaves us, it's also a transformation for us too. So not only, yes, your primal self will really help you in navigating these waters. And that's something that I had to do both with my father-in-law and my mother in going through loss is that you uh, can call upon these different parts. And what I feel from the is childhood is, is actually your inner child. You've got some patterns. Sometimes when our our parents leave, then some of these patterns from our childhood or parts or contracts, as uh, Laura mentioned earlier, comes to the surface because it's time to change or let it go. There's resolving and healing that's part of that. And it's all part of the grieving process. So the first thing is know that this process you're going through is completely normal. And it takes whatever amount of time you need for you. Sometimes that can take a while. The primal self can really help you in navigating the more the body parts of ourself, the grieving process, that emotional side and the inner child. It might give you that strength to your inner child to be able to really look at some of these parts, these patterns and, and change, change some patterns that need to be changed. So you definitely have some healing there. And of course, with our beloved ones on the other side, there's an opportunity for ancestral healing too, not just for your father, but maybe through the patriarchal line of the family. There might be some patterns that you can change there. And the primal self is definitely part of that because when we do ancestral healing, that isn't actually in our DNA, that's in our physical body. And our, remember, our primal self is in charge of that. So anytime we do any kind of family healing or, or ancestral DNA healing, we're actually affecting our DNA coding, our physical body. So that primal self is always involved in that. So yes, taking your primal self to the next level is actually taking both of you to the next level, doing that healing, doing that work together so that you can move forward, not only for yourself, but for seven generations forward, your kids and your kids' kids into the next, into the future. So that's huge, huge healing doorways open for you. And just know that you have love and support around you. Just reach out, reach out for that help. That's what I'm hearing is mm -hmm. allow people to help you to be yeah. a, a shoulder to cry on or just to help you navigate it or even counseling. Even I went to counseling. Yes, the counselor went to counseling because sometimes we need to have that different perspective and it was huge. It really helped me to navigate the grieving process. Yeah, yeah uh joy is asking primal self equals higher self uh yes. thinking and yang the balance so yeah. you have your it's a reflection of the sky above and the earth below so higher self above and primal self below so if your higher self looked in the mirror to see the reflection it'd be looking at its primal self so and, and vice versa <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah equally is important both very yeah. very important yeah, there's no higher or lower in this case, you know, that both are relevant, both are needed, both are important, both serve a purpose, both have a role. Yep. 
Yeah. And that's important. It's that's a big part of our rebalancing of our ego. We need ego. Ego is really important. It keeps track of who we are. It helps us with boundaries and all that kind of things. But we're putting it back into balance by us like thinking that everything is less than us and that we're going up the heaven to nirvana, we have unbalanced ourselves. So that's the reason why divine's really been asking us to actually bring our big spiritual self, which is bigger than this whole entire planet and bring it here because then it allows us to be that cosmic, beautiful self that loves unconditionally here on the planet and mother earth. This is huge for mother earth. 2012 was her shift from a planet of survival to a planet of love. And we are the beings of love to come down here and dance. So our dance here on the planet is so important because we are, are these unconditional beings of love when we remember <laughs> to bring it through onto mother earth like a like an acupuncture needle or a, a big water slide of fun <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. i like the water slide of fun <laughs> i like that yeah and that's the thing it's like pat is being a conduit for all of that you know unconditional love all those higher energies coming down through her but they just need to come down and be grounded in a way so that they don't you know, affect her circuits, you know, blow her out, right? So they need to be more focused, right? Definitely. And like that higher self, again, is so huge. That primal self is that big part of us here on the earth. It is Mother Earth's recipe that she used the elements to put away together in a certain way to create you. So is that that energy equal? It, it is. It's, it's basically a you as a spirit reflected here on the earth in this body at this moment and again we're multi-dimensional beings that's why we can think about past and past history and past lives and future selves and future lives on other planets it gets really kind of complicated but the biggest thing though is that energy is energy it's not about greater than or less than we need to take the math out of it i hate mm -hmm. math so that works perfect for me mm -hmm. and just see it as love and energy yeah. so take the equal sign out of primal self and higher self and just see it as energy, energy reflected as the heaven above or energy reflected as the earth below. Then it all flows really easily. Good though. It's good to challenge yourself and look at it from different perspectives. And again, you're honoring those different parts and that's why they're here to help you as a whole. Beautiful. I love it. We've learned so much. Oh my goodness. And I love, I love that meditation to meet our, our primal self right and so and so many of us we did that right we met our primal self we experienced our primal self and now it's about nurturing that relationship with our primal self to you know help us to navigate our existence our life and co-create with the primal self here in our 3d reality right yeah, definitely. And I'm super excited during the class, we're going to do another meditation to heal your primal self. So that'll be part of the, the webinar I'm going to do for 90 minutes is do a healing meditation to heal your primal self. And then also during the private session, I'll be walking the medicine wheel, having all your guides show up. So, oh my gosh, it'll be more than just your primal self. It'll be all your guides that show up and want to pass messages to you, but I'll specifically be looking for your primal self and what aspect they're working with you, be it the mind, the heart, the emotions, or the physical body. And what of those five senses are going to help you just like the aromatherapy helped me with my primal self and security. Let's find out what primal part you're working on and what part, what sense is going to help you. So that is going to be huge, both during the class and the private session. I am super excited to do, to offer this and get this out there. Cause again, 
it's so helping us change our world as we yeah. get more touched with this primal self it brings more healing down here to mother earth and makes it so that we can access more of our gifts yay because there's so much more to learn that primal self is like a keeper of secrets and i found that working with the primal self has helped me understand past lives history and knowledge from these other places in the world where i've walked before it helped me to know some of my behaviors why i love walking around in the dark oh my god go fig and then also how to be a better lover Woohoo! <laughs> it's helped me to eat better be here better be a better lover oh my gosh it's like totally fun i've learned so much and i know i've just scratched the surface there's so much more to learn and that's why we keep coming back to the body again and again and again yeah. we're all addicted we yeah. it's like a yeah. carnival ride <laughs> so if you're not happy with the miracle round you're on right now it's time to change rides you have every right to do that and that primal self and higher self will happily help you pick out the best amusement ride in god's theme park <laughs> so pick something fun mm -hmm. and we definitely are all in the same amusement park because you guys all feel familiar and that's the beautiful thing of, of really connecting with spiritual community so thank you everybody that reached out it was part of this today because you're part of this spiritual community i'm going to walk the wheel for all of you putting up tobacco and offerings and prayers for you to continue developing that relationship with your primal self and really opening to have that hearing subside that ringing so that you can hear your guides clearly because oh my gosh it's all about creating relationship with all these beautiful beings seen and unseen in our community around us to help us to help each absolutely. other absolutely absolutely and we are so supported right remember that we are so supported by all of our team and uh thank you so much raven and thank you everybody for all of your questions this was absolutely wonderful I, again like always you know and um, I'm, I'm looking forward to working with my primal selves to work with me to create even more, you know, to enjoy even more, to have even more fun, right? So that's what it's about. It's about having fun, having joy, creating, you know, doing what is joyful for you and being joyful at the same time, right? So thank you so much, everyone. <laughs> it was wonderful. Thank you, Raven, and your entire support team that's always with you as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Until next time, may you continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>